Claudius, the Roman emperor who was never meant to rule. Claudius was the fourth Roman emperor who had four wives and was the first to conquer Britain. He was never meant to succeed the throne after his nephew Caligula was murdered, and such, he developed a deep love for academics and history, compiling his own history and even writing an autobiography. I'm Lily Arnsa, and this is the History Buffs Corner. Claudius, or rather Tiberius Claudius Nero Germanicus, was born August the 1st, 10 BC, in Lugdunum, or modern-day Lyon in France. His father was Drusus, who was a popular general, and his mother was Antolia. His uncle was the future emperor Tiberius. His older brother was Germanicus, Caligula's father, who would become emperor after Tiberius, and his grandmother was the wife of emperor at the time and first emperor of Rome, Augustus, so it would be fair to say he had a few imperial connections. When Claudius was born, it was discovered that he was disabled. As a child, he was known to drool, stutter, and even tick, and it is widely believed by modern-day historians that he suffered from cerebral palsy. This disability would lead to constant mockery and ridicule. However, it was normal at the time to kill disabled family members, but killing Claudius would have only embarrassed the imperial family even more. So, Claudius became alienated, with his own mother shunning him and calling him monstrosity. This isolation meant that Claudius began reading. His grandfather, the Emperor Augustus, recognised his brilliance as a child and hired him another tutor. For his first tutor literally tried to beat the disability out of him, but his second tutor was the one and only historian, Livy who promoted him to fall in love with history and even helped with his public speaking. Claudius ended up writing books about the history of Rome, Greece and Carthage, and even an autobiography. But unfortunately, all of his work except his autobiography has been lost. It's honestly so sad and annoying when you learn... It's honestly so sad and annoying when you learn about a great document such as Claudius's original work that probably had stuff we don't know about in it, is lost, it's gone, and there's nothing you can do about it. The saddest example has got to be the Library of Alexandria. Can you imagine all the wealth of knowledge that library would have held? Secrets to the ancient world, gone forever. Well, I guess at least we have the resources that we have today and should be grateful that we even have them. Anyway, back to Claudius. His family shunned him away from public life, so he decided to pursue a career as a historian. When Tiberius became emperor after Augustus, he and his evil advisor Sejanus went on purges and killed most of Claudius's family, only leaving him and Caligula, because Tiberius didn't see a helpless Caligula or a simple-minded Claudius a threat when in fact Claudius was a very smart man, but downplayed his intelligence in order to survive. Then, on March 16, 37 AD, Claudius's nephew Caligula ascended the throne. This greatly enhanced a now 37-year-old Claudius's political position, although he was still subject to relentless bullying from Caligula. Claudius wasn't the only one frustrated with Caligula, and three years into his tyrannical reign, Caligula was assassinated by the Praetorian Guards, a group of men sworn to protect the emperor. 
According to legend, Claudius hid himself behind a curtain in the palace to avoid being killed by the guards. He was later found by the Praetorian guards and they proclaimed him emperor. That day was a day of anarchy in Rome, and the Senate were discussing reverting Rome even back to a republic, which would mean the redundancy of the Praetorian guards, so they needed to find a new emperor, and quick. And they chose Claudius, because they believed they could manipulate him and his simple-minded brain. So, on January 25th, 41 AD, Claudius, a little disabled boy who was never meant to rule, became emperor of the biggest empire at that time and became the most powerful man in the world. His first job in office was to grant amnesty to all the conspirators of Caligula's death, though minor officers involved in the assassination were executed. He also paid the military handsomely to prevent rebellion. Claudius also adopted the names Caesar and Augustus and Germanicus to legitimise his rule. Something Claudius is famous for is his employment of knights, freedmen and slaves, and even letting them rule small provinces as procurators. This, however, angered the Senate, as free slaves were still the lowest of the low, the bottom class, and now they were becoming procurators and even fellow senators? Madness. Claudius tried hard to please the Senate, granting its members merits and trying to involve them in discussion and decision-making where possible. He even reintroduced Macedonia and Achaia as senatorial provinces. Alas, the Senate would remain hostile towards Claudius for his entire reign, and even attempted countless coups, all of which were crushed by Claudius. Claudius as an emperor is celebrated for his expansion into Mauritania and establishing peace and prosperity in Lycia. He also built walls and fortresses along Germanic territory, turning tribes against one another and crushing Chatti and Frizi tribes. Because of this, he took the title of Imperator, and over the next ten years, three provinces would be annexed under Claudius and the Roman population would increase by a million citizens. But Perhaps his most famous and celebrated triumph would be his conquest of Britannia, which he conquered during the Battle of Medwing. He even used war elephants to crush the local tribes. Confident in his popularity, Claudius took the post censor. This allowed him to control the Senate and remove hostile senators, and even to allow men from Gaul into the Senate, which was a good idea in the long run. Claudius also managed to change a debt-ridden Rome, thanks to Caligula, to a thriving empire, where he built aqueducts, canals, and many roads. This reduced the annual flooding in Rome and solved the grain shortages in the winter, all while creating more jobs to restore the emperor's finances. Claudius had been married to Valera Messalina due to political reasons for years, and they had a daughter Octavia and a son Britannicus. And, over the course of seven years, Valeria collected allies in exchange for sex, to eliminate any chance of conspiracies against Claudius and her son. Legend also says that Valeria had a competition against a male prostitute of who could sleep with the most people in a day, and she won. But, in 48 AD, when Claudius's health was deteriorating, she married consul Gaius Silvius, to protect her son and overthrow Claudius. Unfortunately, Claudius caught wind of her plot and executed them. Now, the emperor needed a new and powerful wife. 
so he chose his own niece. So as any person would do, he chose his own niece, Agrippina the Younger, who is also Caligula's sister and mother to Nero. Yes, the Nero, the Roman emperor who would go on to burn Rome and use slaves as candles. In 49 AD, they got married and Claudius adopted Nero as his son, making him co-heir with Britannicus. This marriage would prove to be the biggest mistake of his life. Then, Nero ends up marrying Claudius's daughter, Octavia, which strengthened Nero's claim to the throne. Despite his ailing body, Claudius ruled up to year 54 AD, when on October the 13th, there's speculation that Agrippina poisoned Claudius. Although we don't have any real evidence, despite the fact she did the exact same thing to her previous husband, Ahenobarus. One thing is clear though, Nero then ascended the throne with Britannicus being poisoned a few months later. In the end, Claudius ruled for 13 years and 9 months and brought about a kind of peace and prosperity not seen since Augustus thanks to Tiberius and Caligula's tyranny and wouldn't be seen until way after Nero. Nero defaced Claudius's rule, accusing him of being a tyrannical usurper and destroying his statue and legacy. However, his legacy would be restored thanks to future Emperor Vespasian, who was a general who served under Claudius while he was ruling. The ancient historians Tactus and Suetonius even called him an idiot, but the historians were biased towards the Senate with Claudius being anything but stupid. Modern historians nowadays classify his rule as one of the most underrated and successful rules in all of the Roman Principate. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. If you liked it, don't forget to like and subscribe and tell me what you thought about it in the comments or future suggestions for next episode. And don't forget to check out my Instagram for cool historical facts. I'm Lily Aronsa and this is the History Buffs Corner.